The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Get ready to be inspired. So many people have touched the lives of others, sometimes without even knowing it. Could you be one of those people? Welcome to Your Why with host, the CEO of Breakthrough SEO Marketing, Nalinia Varinas. Today, you'll hear some stories of people who have touched others in a positive way and show you how you can do the same. Now, here is Nalinia Varinas. Hello and welcome this Friday morning. It's so great having you with us today. I'm your host, Nalina Varinas, and you're listening to Your Why. Connect with me on LinkedIn, like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, and visit my website at BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com. With us today to talk about power for youth is our esteemed guest, Val Parker. I'm excited to introduce her to you. Val joined Power for Youth as program coordinator at the program's inception in the summer of 1999 as the first staff member to join the team. After Power for Youth became its own 501c3, Val was promoted to executive director. Her professional background consists of over 25 years in the nonprofit volunteer management field, working primarily with youth-serving agencies. Most notably, Val worked for the Orange County Girl Scout Council, one of the largest councils in the United States, where she served as Director of Membership Extension. She has held positions with the 4-H Youth Program, Balin Technical School, and Santa Ana Parks and Recreation Department. Val holds a BA degree from California State University, Long Beach in home economics with an emphasis on child and family development. Welcome, Val. We're very, very happy to have you on our program this morning. Thank you. I'm excited to talk to you. Great, great. And we're excited to have you. How are you doing this fine morning? Very fine. Thank you. Very well. All right. Really good. So, Power for Youth, uh, can you please tell us what Power for Youth does and how you are how you became involved in it? Sure. So, Power for Youth is an academic mentoring program. Our goal is to help kids to do better in school um, through one-on-one mentoring. However, we're we're not a homework and tutoring club. We are actual mentoring. What we've started out as is with the goal way back in 1999 of helping middle school and high school kids, kids who were kind of floundering, um, maybe failing a class or two, wanting to do better, not knowing how to do better, and kids that could go, you know, they could see could go either way in their life. They were at a pivotal point. So we grabbed those kids and matched them up with a mentor. And very quickly we realized it's not about the homework. It's other stuff happening in their lives that is keeping them from doing their best. So the mentors try and work with the students to identify 
what the troubles are, the behind-the-scenes issues, and address those more structurally in the kids' lives and so that they can excel and do the best that they can. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm really touched by the mission statement. Would you um, tell us about how that was developed? Oh, so our mission statement sure. is really simple. Yes. It's making mm-hmm. a difference in the lives of at-risk students through caring, mm-hmm. consistent mentoring relationships. Um, and along with that, we have our belief statement, which says, we believe that all youth deserve individual guidance from a caring, knowledgeable adult to help them achieve their potential. Mm-hmm. So a couple of things about our mission statement is um, mm-hmm. that I think is pretty spiffy is, first, we wanted it short so we can all remember it easily <laughs> and basically say what we do. And this is what we do. We do mentoring. Um, pointing out that we serve at-risk students. And that was a term that I have to say we really worked on, the board and our, our participants and the community. How do we identify who we work mm-hmm. with? And the students themselves label themselves at-risk students. They want to know that us to know that they're struggling um, and they're students. So mm-hmm. the kids were very clear. They, they're not at-risk youth, as if there's something wrong with being a youth, but they're at-risk students. They know that they are at risk of failing. They're recognized that they have issues in their lives that perhaps other um, kids with different circumstances don't encounter. Mm-hmm. So they're cool with like, call us at risk, label it for what it is. Is mm-hmm. we got troubles and we need help. Um, <laughs> I, I think that's very telling and important mm-hmm. to know. And so, mm-hmm. the, and tell us about the kids that we work with. The students we work with are, are students who want to do better, but they have mm-hmm. obstacles in their way, and that's mm-hmm. what we do. And a lot of those obstacles are most of them is they just don't have that one-on-one um, person to mm-hmm. guide them. And they realize that that's what they need is somebody to be there for them. So that goes along with our belief statement, which everybody, students, kids, old -hmm. people, everybody needs somebody to help them. And so Mm -hmm. that's what we do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think the... um, the origin of the organization is pretty compelling too. Would you tell us a little bit about oh, that? Oh yeah, so and this is okay, so this is the story of how we got started and how I got to be involved in this project. Right. Yes. Um, way back. So what happened was um, pastors of some Presbyterian churches in the Long Beach area got together and this was shortly after um, the LA riots or uprising with if you want to call it. Um, and they said, this is really crummy. What can we do to prevent this from happening again? And they saw so many discontent- disconnected young people. And so out of that, they got together and said, we need to create a project that will kind of reach out to these youth and help guide them before things get out of hand. So with that, they were able to um, start Power for Youth. Um, the pastors started it. Yeah, it was their idea. They got together. They came up with this this plan. But of course, they're pastors of churches, um, mm-hmm. which is wonderful and great. But they do churches, and mm-hmm. like, well, when we're not really program people, we're not really we don't know how to run these after school programs so much. So with that, um, they put a little ad in a in a in a church newsletter that I received, and I said. Hmm, it happened to be a bad day at work when I saw that. And I'm like, oh, 
maybe I should do this. <laughs> and um, gave him a call, and I came on board as the program coordinator. So I could say in many ways I'm the founder because I implemented the project and created the program, but I have to admit I did not think of it. Um, and then after I came on board as the program coordinator, we started at a small, at one church on one Thursday night with six kids mm-hmm. and six mentors mm-hmm. um, and just kind of grew from there. Mm-hmm. Working with those six kids at that church at that time, it was a, a little bit of a struggle because the church hadn't done anything like this. And they were like, oh, my stars, are we going to let those hooligans in our, in our church? Mm-hmm. And um, I had to say, no, 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 they're all going to have an adult. It's going to be fine. Um, like to say, here we are 17 mm-hmm. years later, and mm-hmm. the program is still Thursday nights at that church. Mm-hmm. And um, it's way more than six kids. Um, mm-hmm. And the church itself has expanded to serve um, youth of all sorts in all different ways because they realize it really makes a difference. So. Mm-hmm. That's oh. how we got started and how I got to be here. <laughs> that's interesting. That's, that's, very, um, that's very telling of you as an individual. And I, I know we spoke about your intent, interest in helping young kids, but also in your own mind, knowing your own habits, that this actually fit your lifestyle, too. <laughs> yes, so, so I think, uh, you know, when I was, I have to admit, I'm one of those people I I. I Knew I wanted to do this from from day one. So in college, looking at um, knowing I wanted to work with with children in some respect and teenagers especially, then I. But I also knew I don't like getting up in the mornings. So I don't think being a teacher is for me. And um, during through college and even high school, I worked for you know parks and recreation and different after school programs, and thought that's the place to be is like an after school program because I could sleep late in the morning and I don't mind working later in the evening. So with that, I kind of always knew this would be my, my career and this is all that I've done um, for my whole career. Increasingly though, recognizing working with the harder and harder um, communities, more difficult communities to reach um, in the sense that they're just more isolated and um, disenfranchised communities, so going farther and farther to at-risk kids to end up being in power for youth, um, which was a big jump for me. I had been working for the Girl Scouts with girls, and I remember, oh my gosh, this will be great. I'm so excited, but I haven't worked with boys for a long time. Um, But not a problem. I had a good friend who said, don't worry, just talk to them. Just talk to them. Nobody talks to teenage boys. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that is so true. And that's what mentoring is all about. It's just a lot of times just talking to the students, talking to the youth, um, not talking at them, not lecturing them, but mm-hmm. a conversation, speaking mm-hmm. and listening. That's mm-hmm. really what makes the difference. Mm-hmm. Showing an interest in them individually. Absolutely. And, Who doesn't uh, like yeah. that, you know? But when right. you think about um, teenagers, um, they don't have that too often. People mm-hmm. talk at them and recognizing, well, they're big people too and they have um, mm-hmm. ideas and skills. And so to just listen and talk and mm-hmm. be there makes mm-hmm. all the difference. And sometimes that's all that it takes and that's what the mentors do to and make is, a difference. So how do you open up a conversation with a... 
a, a teenager? You know, one of the a really easy way to do is, you know, lots of times parents or you'll you'll say teen and you'll at the end of the day, so how was your day? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you go, oh. it's like yeah. ask a question on, you know, so who'd you eat lunch with today? You know, mm-hmm. what did you do at lunch today? It's like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, open-ended questions. And that's a really good one. If you remember back to your high school days, mm-hmm. lunchtime is a big time in their day. Mm-hmm. Who they eat with, where they go, what happens. It tells a lot about about what they're about. Mm-hmm. So that's a, an opening question we always say our mentors. Just ask the kids, so, so what did you do at lunch today? How was your lunch? You know, and... And go from there. You could also just talk about um, your thoughts on something um, mm-hmm. and express an opinion. Oh, man, I just, I, for me personally, I just cannot stand the voice of that, um, the singer Drake. His, mm-hmm. his, he's a very fa- famous singer. He's got that great cell phone song, but I just <laughs> am not into his voice. And then, you know, express an opinion, and then you start talking about music. Like, wow, okay. Um, oh. What do you like? And and thinking about that and how did you do this? Ask them, so, you know, what do your parents listen to? And you get a whole conversation about their relationship with their folks. So, okay, that, that's really great. And a um, great tip, too, for opening a conversation with a young person. Mm-hmm. Great. Thank you, Val. It's time for us to take a short break. You are listening to Your Why. I'm your host, Nalina Varinas. Stay with us. There'll be more. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Breakthrough SEO marketing should be your first stop when looking for SEO solutions for your business. We offer social media marketing assistance, website design, website audits, and reputation marketing, pay-per-click options, and of course, search engine optimization services. Go to BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com today and we'll give you a free website and social media audit. This is a valuable resource for listeners of Your Why with Nalina Varinas. This limited time offer can be yours by visiting BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com or call us at 310-650-0725. Tune in each week for Monica Phillips and Powerful Conversations. This is a thought-provoking show for business people, leaders, and entrepreneurs. We'll feature today's thought leaders and industry trendsetters from across several locations and industries. Give yourself permission to be inspired and live a fulfilling life. Be sure to listen to Powerful Conversations live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. This is Your Why with Nalina Varinas. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments about our program. Drop us a line via email to nalina at BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com. That's N-E-L-I-N-I-A at BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com. Now, back to Your Why. Welcome back. This is Nalina Varinas, and I'm your host for the program Your Why. 
My guest today is the Executive Director of Power for Youth, Val Parker. In the last segment, Val and I were talking about opening up conversations with young people. She's very comfortable and very excited about working with our youth today. And Val, can you tell us a little bit about why and what it is that you, uh, how this work of yours affects you? Oh, of course, of course. So a little bit more story of how Power Feeds got started. So we started as a project of this of the church, mm-hmm. um, and that's all well and good, and we were at one church, and, and we grew into site-based. So we're a site-based program where the mentors and the students meet with their students once a week at a church site. Churches are fabulous locations because they tend to be empty during the week. They're safe. There's parking. It all works really well. So we grew into a few churches, Presbyterian churches. And then um, in 2008, when the recession hit, of course, um, churches were affected just like every other Nonprofit, like every other business, I guess, in our country. And they said, oh, this, I don't know about this. Um, and we at the same time were thinking, we need to really kind of go in some new directions as well. So at that point, we separated from the church and became our own 501c3 organization. And um, we had about 35 kids in our program at that time. We've since almost doubled that. But... Um, what that allowed us to do is kind of look at what we're about and why we do what we do, and certainly for me, um, kind of search what we need to go into, and um, decided that our model was working. We're an evidence-based program. We make a difference, and by that time, we've had a, a few years of outcomes behind us, and we could see that it works. We're making a real significant difference in students' lives. What are we going to do? So it allowed us to go into different churches, stay with the model of being at church sites. We're not a church program, and we've never been a church program in the sense of even evangelizing or having any kind of religious component to it. But that model works. But it allows us to be in the neighborhoods of the greatest needs because churches are in neighborhoods. Um, So we can look into a neighborhood that has a, um, a lot of struggling population and go, where can we, you know, help you and go into those churches. And that's kind of how Parafeed grew then. So now we're in five different locations um, Mm -hmm. all over Long Beach, Lakewood, and Bellflower. And for me, Mm -hmm. what that means is at that time would have been a a pivotal time to say, okay, let's let's move on. Let me go do something else. But I can't do that because there are kids out there that really need guidance. And I believe passionately that mentoring is the answer. Mm-hmm. That we can offer all kinds of services to our youth through school, through after-school programs, mm-hmm. all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those students who don't have anybody at home, and I'm not saying anything against parents. Um, most of our kids have mm-hmm. wonderful, caring, loving parents. But a lot of parents... Perhaps they're a single mom that's working a couple mm-hmm. jobs and just mm-hmm. physically cannot be there for their um, youngster after school. Mm-hmm. Um, other students do have parents that have real struggles of their own mm-hmm. or parents who have a limited education themselves. It's hard to help your high schooler 
choose what colleges, what classes to take to get into college when you yourself have only had an eighth grade education. Mm-hmm. So looking at all of those kids, it's like, well, they just need somebody to guide them. That that's the part that makes the difference. You mm-hmm. could offer all of the resources to the students in the world, but if they don't know how to access it or have that encouragement mm-hmm. to um, take advantage of what's ahead of them, mm-hmm. they can't do it. If they don't know what the possibilities are, mm-hmm. how can they have the, any dreams? And so yes. I truly believe that mentoring, one-on-one guidance to our kids, very mm-hmm. grassroots, is the answer that's the only thing that's going to break the cycles of poverty, the generations of struggles that families have. Right, and you have a very high success rate. Rate, I understand this. Fewer than 3% or so have... have um, dropped out of the program? Yes, yes. Yes, and so, that's a very um, high success rate. Yeah, we're really proud of that. And um, it's one of those things where our kids are the kids that when they join the program, the, our students, they're failing at least one class. Some of them are failing multiple classes. Um, mm-hmm. And they're discouraged, definitely thinking, I don't know what my future holds, but I wish I could do better. And mm-hmm. so with that, um, and it makes a difference. So I think most of our students, I would say we were in the that segment that we reach are the ones that normally would have about a 30% dropout rate and looking at who our students are and saying, well, for many of them, they're the first student in their family to graduate from high school. Um, and that's pretty significant. Many of them go on to college. They, they take advantage of the fabulous Long Beach College Promise mm-hmm. opportunities and continue on into college, which is something mm-hmm. that they never would have even mm-hmm. thought of as a possibility, let alone... Um, actually take advantage of. So we have a, a very high success rate. We're very evidence-based. So our program is very structured when mm-hmm. the pairs, pairs join our program on mm-hmm. working on um, literacy, on working on um, mm-hmm. different kinds of activities that make the difference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there are other goals that, um, that, that you set out for your program every year. And so you do have... Uh, an accountability system to mark your your progress toward your goals, and I was I was very impressed by the fact that they were they were goal driven. Oh, absolutely, very outcomes based. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and obviously, the number one outcome is improved grades. Uh, mm-hmm. But like I said, it's not necessarily doing homework, and and it's often mm-hmm. helping the kids figure out why they should do homework. Mm-hmm. is just as important as actually doing the homework. So addressing those issues, mm-hmm. uh, building social skills is a really big part of our um, program because half the time that's the part that's going to make the difference. You know, you and I know, gosh, if you just mm-hmm. show up on time, you look well, you look presentable, shake hands, mm-hmm. look someone in the face and greet them, Mm-hmm. That goes a long ways. So, you know, just teach our kids to show up on time and um, mm-hmm. the importance of that. And mm-hmm. and teachers in schools, they are affected by that as much as anybody. So we mm-hmm. say, hey, you know, if you, have, if you walk into class with a good attitude, even mm-hmm. if you're struggling, that's going to help you. Mm-hmm. So working on that is a big part as much as working on the actual schoolwork. So that that says to me that there are patterns of behavior um, that that the kids can practice discipline, um, pride in self, pride in what you do, and setting up a pattern of success for them. 
that seems to be built into what your program is doing. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and, and showing the structure. Um, here's a, something that's kind of interesting. We had a, a mentor training last week, and we had a panel discussion. So we had a couple board, a couple mentors who um, are very successful in their program. One has been in the program a long time. One is fairly new, but they're great mentors. We also had two um, students, high school seniors, in this. Mm-hmm rap session for the mentors and they were talking about um, some of the newer mentors said oh you know my student doesn't like reading and journal writing which is part of our component um, mm-hmm. that the students have to do and one of the students the mentees said well you know what if I read my mentor and I read and we do have been doing this and we do our journals we've been doing it they've been in the program since 7th grade Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not necessarily about the journal writing. You need mm-hmm. to make your mentee do this because it's teaching them impo- structure. It's, and mm-hmm. a lot of our students, and this is a 12th grader who's saying this. She's recognizing mm-hmm. a lot of kids don't have that structure in their life and mm-hmm. that recognition of keeping at something. So you mm-hmm. need to do this even if they don't want to because you're, even if they don't need to and they're good writers because it's not about the journal writing. Also, it's about teaching structure and sticking mm-hmm. with it and mm-hmm. following through, and that's mm-hmm. what the mentors are teaching you. And it's like, oh, my gosh, i got to tell you, she got applause from me um, <laughs> because she's been <laughs> in the program, and now she sees that's what the, what the kids need because um, mm-hmm. they don't have that necessarily all in their life. And you have to learn that, right? You need to learn to, mm-hmm. even if you don't like something, you have to mm-hmm. do it, right? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> get up and go to work in the morning. You know, we all got issues at home. You still got to get up and go to work in the morning. So, you know, the mentors can help the kids recognize, yeah, we don't like homework either, but, you know, your being teacher somebody doesn't that, care. You still yes. got to do it. And I'm getting, being somebody that other people can count on mm-hmm. and that you're, you're going you're gonna to do what you say, you're, you're going to do what you said you were going to do, and you can be counted on it. And, that yeah. goes, and so that's what we, the mentors teach. So, and those are the skills that will help them do better, not only in one class, but in all of their classes and then into their whole life mm-hmm. and that's a super important and that is what um, mentoring what mentoring does you know is having yes. that possible role model the other part we haven't talked about is mm-hmm. um, the opportunity to show the students a different world mm-hmm. um, a bigger picture than mm-hmm. their own community or what they've experienced right um, right and then the mentors how do you find them so talking about how we find our students and mentors, yeah. Um, so students come to us through typically school referrals. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. counselors identify students who are struggling but want to do better. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes parents are, are at the school talking to the school counselor going, I don't know what to do. I'm at my wit's end. Um, a lot of the students also come through social service agencies, um, perhaps are getting counseling or in the the social service system mm-hmm. and they need some one-on-one mentoring mm-hmm. and, or, or just do friends, family referrals. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how all the kids get to us. And then the kids have to come in. They fill out an application on their own. Mm-hmm. They have to do it. If their mom fills it out or their school counselor, we rip it up and go, nope, you got to do it, you know, <laughs> to help them have the buy-in. Right. Um, yes. So, and that's how the kids get to us. And then mm-hmm. they go through an interview process and um, an intake 
kind of see what their goal, their needs are, what they're planning to get out of the program. Then on the mentor end, it's another story. Mm-hmm. So um, mentors come to us all different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, Any way that they can make it, they get here. Mm-hmm. So we have websites that mm-hmm. that um, advertise for us, word of mouth, volunteer mm-hmm. fairs, places mm-hmm. like this. You know, mm-hmm. when I'm talking to you, just thinking, if anyone's out there thinking about possibly being a mentor, you can do it. It, it just doesn't take a whole lot. It takes a high school diploma, and then we work with the mentors. There's a no-obligation um, mm-hmm. orientation, mm-hmm. and then the mentors go through an application process and an interview process also, and then the mm-hmm. goal is to take the, the needs of the students and match them with the gifts of the mentors. Okay, so we fantastic. Have all- yes, and let's, let's continue with that yes. after our break. Okay. And um, also, we'd like to talk more about some of the um, individual success stories absolutely. that your program has been able to bring about. Yes, absolutely. Thank you very much. It's time for us to take a short break. You're listening to Your Why. I'm your host, Nolina Varinas. Stay with us. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Breakthrough SEO marketing should be your first stop when looking for SEO solutions for your business. We offer social media marketing assistance, website design, website audits, and reputation marketing, pay-per-click options, and of course, search engine optimization services. Go to BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com today and we'll give you a free website and social media audit. This is a valuable resource for listeners of Your Why with Nalina Varinas. This limited time offer can be yours by visiting BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com or call us at 310-650-0725. Ready to chat about your favorite soap operas? The daytime discussion is here with Dan J. Kroll and Soap Central Live. For the past 15 years, Dan has been dishing and discussing on SoapCentral.com. And now he's taking the talk to the airwaves of the Voice America Variety Channel. He'll go behind the scenes with the biggest stars of daytime, along with guest commentary from the Soap Central columnists. And we'll take your questions and comments during our live show. Soap Central Live, every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. This is Your Why with Nalina Varinas. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments about our program. Drop us a line via email to nalina at breakthroughseomarketing.com. That's N E L. I-N-I-A at BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com. Now, back to Your Why. Welcome back. My guest today is the Executive Director of Power for Youth, Val Parker. Val, uh, we left off talking about our mentors and how they come into the program. Can you expand a little bit more on that? Yeah, so um, as I was saying, so the mentors come, they, they're from all walks of life. 
um, they go through an intake process where we kind of figure out the gifts that each mentor has and they bring to the program, and then they're carefully matched with a student matching the needs of the students with the gifts of the adults. So there are kids that have all kinds of um, backgrounds and coming from different places in their life, and so the mentors are as well. And so there's somebody for everybody, so we make a good mm-hmm. match. Um, I think a good example would be the match I want of Janae and Tiffany. And um, I actually should say that Tiffany and Janae, because we tend to say try and say the student first and then the mentor, just for clarification's mm-hmm. sake. Um, and their story is Janae came down and went, she moved to Long Beach from another state. Um, she had recently lost somebody um, very close to her, and she was feeling that sadness. She moved to Long Beach, got a new start for a new start, got a new job, new in town. She's thinking, I don't know anybody. I used to volunteer up back home. I need to volunteer a little bit. Comes to Power for Youth, goes through orientation. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Meanwhile, at the same time, a school counselor was identifying a a young person, a seventh grader, Tiffany, who also just moved to Long Beach. She sadly had lost her mother, um, and she didn't have a father in the picture. And she was sent down here to live with her auntie, who had very young children, um, toddlers at the time. So she, um, new life, new school, and the school counselor noticed that this girl was very bright. However, her grades were just not up to par. And of course, she was sad and thought, well, she could use some some extra help. Her auntie's a wonderful, and her uncle, wonderful family for taking her in and mm-hmm. as their own but they're just not equipped to have a teenager suddenly put into their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have little kids, they have jobs. So they got, she called her up, Tiffany up, referred her to Power for Youth. We were able to match Tiffany with Janae. And the transformation, actually Tiffany is one of the 12th graders that spoke at our mentor training last week that I referred to. Congratulations um, to her. Just from 7th grade through 12th grade, she's been involved in Power for Youth. Um, at one point, she was actually our, a student representative mm-hmm. on our board of directors. So My just, goodness. But the two of them were able to connect in a way that satisfied them both. Mm-hmm. Tiffany got that one-on-one caring that she really needed mm-hmm. um, from a mentor who, of course, hadn't lost her mother, so you know, obviously cannot even comprehend that, but at least was in the same place as far as losing somebody, being in a new town, not knowing anybody, trying to make friends, and they will, were able to help each other figure it out and grow. Um, they are best of friends. Mm-hmm. I feel very confident, Janae's a young woman, that you know when Janae goes to get married, Tiffany is going to be one of her bridesmaids, or the mm-hmm. other way around for all, at this point. Um, you know, they are, have a lifelong bond, I know. But you just start to see that Tiffany's grades go up, then becoming more outgoing, working on those social skills. I think a big um, jump in her um, progress was Janae convinced her to try out for something at school, a sports team, to, you know, expand a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and she did, and it's like, oh, my gosh. And, and now Janae's, you know, I mean, Tiffany's at Wilson High School. She's in mm-hmm. Flags. She's, she's doing awesome. 
It is, she loves us sharing her story. She has no problems with me sharing this. She understands mm-hmm. that um, she's a poster child in many ways, um, but she's just one of the, the you know, 50 kids, a dozen kids that we, we serve every week that really makes a difference over time. Um, and she's just a pleasant young woman and going to take advantage of College Promise and go on to mm-hmm. City College next year and mm-hmm. on from there. Um, and I, I can honestly say she wouldn't have done that without her mentor, Janae, mm-hmm. who's also grown and has kept, um, t- Tiffany's been kind of an anchor for her, mm-hmm. both ways. So they've enriched each other's lives and helped them work through their their challenges. Absolutely, Absolutely. and you would not you know, think that. Um, uh-huh. You know, folks come into our program, uh-huh. um, you know, I have a gentleman who joined our program, he's like, oh, I have a little bit of time, and says, okay, I guess, you know, I can give an hour a week to help some kid with math mm-hmm. and um, then realize very quickly, oh my gosh, you know, they make, people make connections. Mentors join for a one-year commitment. So I want to be clear on that. There's no mm-hmm. obligation to do this for seven years. <laughs> you, know, um, you know, you're just joined for a year, a year at a time. Um, and students have the same thing. You're just joining for the school year. Um, and then each September, we call each other up and over the summer, give them a call in August and say, so are you coming back? Nine times out of ten, you know, Yazir will say, well, I'll come back if Mike comes back. And you call Mike up, but Mike, are you going to come back? Well, all right, if Yazir wants to come back, I'll come back. And then they, they keep up for each other um, mm-hmm. lots of times. And then they just end up staying together. Most of our pairs stay together for um, an average length of three years. Um, mm-hmm. But even after that, the mentors and students, even if they leave Power for Youth, um, mm-hmm. I know that most of them end up, if they can, they stay in touch with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not even, really ending their mentor-mentee relationship. They're just leaving our weekly structured program. Because by that time, students are in high school. They're mm-hmm. doing well. They don't mm-hmm. need all the support that we give them. And they, they just want to need the, the guidance that the mentor can give them. Right. So the, the changes have been internalized and they're mm-hmm. probably forever changed, which is Absolutely. an amazing, amazing prospect, amazing success for both of them. I think and that sometimes you have uh, mentees and mentors. Mm-hmm. A lot of times the mentors don't necessarily even recognize the impact they're having upon the kids because mm-hmm. they are teenagers. Okay, so let's all think back to our teenage life, you know. Mm-hmm. We're not always um, the most aware of the impact p- things are having upon us mm-hmm. and certainly not always the most articulate mm-hmm. of thanking adults, you know. We've got our, mm-hmm. our hormones and our attitudes, you know. They're yeah. teenagers. Um, but I've had stories, um, we have one mentor who mm-hmm. long has left the program years ago, her, she and her mentee, and mm-hmm. years go by, um, I'd say five years or something, and she kind of wonders, hey, I wonder what ever happened to um, her mentee. And then one day, he calls her out of the blue and just goes, mm-hmm. hey, I just wanted to tell you, thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think uh-huh. I thanked you when we ended the program way back when I was 16. Mm-hmm. Now I'm, you know, 21 and I realize you really helped me. <laughs> you know? um, and we hear that often. We go back to the students and, and they go, oh, yeah, yeah. And so we have to let people know that the mentors know you, you're making an impact, even though it's mm-hmm. not always super obvious. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, I know. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Not wanting to give too, too much acknowledgement to an adult. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Can you tell exactly. us some um, about some possibly very moving um, situations that that um, really bring home the impact for you? Oh my gosh, there's so many stories I can, I bet. I can say. Besides <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm asking you a, a tough Janae, question here. Um, so I could do the little stories. I could do um, the story of um, Sarah, who was has a, his wonderful parents keeping on top of her, and she just kind of wasn't paying attention. She just had an attitude, wasn't going to listen to her, her folks mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and the parents definitely were like, oh, we've tried everything, we've tried everything, and, you know, they're actually, you know, a pretty intact family, doing fine. Um, and then one day, Sarah got a, a, way back in high school or in junior high, got a, a really good grade on a, a test mm-hmm. and was so excited to come to Power for Youth to be able to tell her mentor, you are so right, studying helps so much. <laughs> Oh, my gosh, I think the mother was about to, like, fall through the floor. Because, you know, I'm pretty sure that Bob has been saying that to her. You know, But it's having that outside person just made the difference. Mm-hmm. Poof, turned it around. Um, yes. All the way to um, a very recent pair that we've had, um, um, Angel and Stephen. And Angel's a good kid, again, fam- great family, parents, mom, dad, siblings, um, his parents speak very limited English, have very limited education, um, and his goal in life was clearly just to, you know, get through, maybe finish high school, maybe not, but, you know, just going along, thinking, planning, he's going to get a job, you know, and work, and that's great for his family, too. The only one is him to get a job, um, and then Stephen really guided him and helped him. Um, when it came time to get into high school, um, in the Long Beach School District, all this, this programs are all essentially magnet programs that you apply to. Mm-hmm. Um, and the student's like, okay, I'm just going to go to my local high school regular program, no big deal. And Stephen really encouraged him, said, no, 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 you're very artistic. You need to go to the, the arts school. And he's the one, his mentor helped him explore the options, fill out the application, turn everything in, so he was able to attend Renaissance, um, mm-hmm. the arts program at Renaissance, mm-hmm. and graduate in, out of that magnet program, something that never would have happened. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, then, he does get a job when he's 16. His, his parents mm-hmm. expect him to contribute to the, towards the family. Mm-hmm. No problem with that. Mm-hmm. But likewise, it's an encouragement from the family keep working, keep working. And mm-hmm. Stephen's like, no, you need to, let's figure out college and really mm-hmm. help him um, apply for college, mm-hmm. get the books, figure out the classes. Mm-hmm. And um, today mm-hmm. Angel's at college and attending, mm-hmm. working every moment that he can. But mm-hmm. part of it is, you know, and his parents give him, you know, you work more hours, you make more money. And he's got mm-hmm. a job at, you know, jack in the box. Mm-hmm. But an encouragement to work more hours, make more money. And Stephen is able to help him see, no, 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 let's talk about careers. Let's talk mm-hmm. about take some time off. You work more and you make more. Mm. But yeah. if you had a career, <laughs> you don't necessarily right. have to work more to make more. You, you work more, but you'll make a lot more. Yes. Um, and kind of looking at careers, 
the concept of a career versus a job. Right. That's and not that's something a, anybody, something, you know, these kids don't know. Right. So that's something long, for that. Um, something long term that um, the mentor can guide the guide the, the teenager toward so that there be a long term point of view. Absolutely. I can talk very about good. one of our staff persons. Let me real fast yeah. talk about Gilda. She's a gal. Okay. Um, she was Maybe one we'll of our very. We'll talk about that next and okay. uh, but but it's time for us to take a short break and we will we will revisit that um you're visiting you're listening to your why i'm your host nolina varinas stay with us and we'll hear more from val parker Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Breakthrough SEO marketing should be your first stop when looking for SEO solutions for your business. We offer social media marketing assistance, website design, website audits, and reputation marketing, pay per click options, and of course, search engine optimization services. Go to BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com today and we'll give you a free website and social media audit. This is a valuable resource for listeners of Your Why with Nalina Varinas. This limited time offer can be yours by visiting BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com or call us at 310-650-0725. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. This is Your Why with Nalina Varinas. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments about our program. Drop us a line via email to nalina at breakthroughseomarketing.com. That's N E L. I-N-I-A at BreakthroughSEOMarketing.com. Now, back to Your Why. Welcome back. My guest today is the Executive Director for Power for Youth, Val Parker. Val, tell us some more about um, one of your other um, students. Yeah, so... um I want to tell a story about our, one of our students, Gilda. So Gilda is one of our very first mentees, way back, our original six, we call her, mm-hmm. um, call them. And she came, she was in our program in eighth, ninth grade, she joined. And I think in her family, she was, at that time she joined, her boyfriend was 20-something, um, her mother was just like, just get through middle school. You don't have to go to high school. You can go off with your your boyfriend. Very struggling family financially. So looking at ways that Gilda can be self-supporting. Um, mm-hmm. And Gilda said, I think there could be more, but maybe not, you know, whatever. But joins our program, hooks her up with Kathy. Mm-hmm. They stick together. 
pretty much through high school, actually, all through high school. And Gilda starts to turn around, starts to think about herself not following in her mother's footsteps as just being um, a housekeeper for or a dishwasher, running off with her boyfriend, having kids, um, and but actually having possibilities in her life. Mm-hmm. And ended up going through graduating high school mm-hmm. um, and then continuing into college. And today she's a... Um, about to graduate from Dominguez Hill. So it's taken her a little while to do that because she does have to work and support mm-hmm. herself mm-hmm. and um, turning into a huge success. And she looks back and she's very clear, if it hadn't been for Kathy, I'm sure I would not have graduated from high school. I'm sure I would have had babies when I was 14, 15 years old. Mm-hmm. My life would be different. Now I'm going to school. I'm going to be a social worker. I have dreams. I have possibilities. Mm-hmm. And it all stems from being in power for you. Most importantly, her self-esteem. She's like, I never thought of myself as having those possibilities, of having mm-hmm. um, capabilities. And Kathy believed in me. We all believed in her. Um, and now she's wonderful. Actually, I, um, as she's a student, I've actually hired her to be one of our site supervisors at our sites, um, Mm -hmm. which is a fabulous role model for our students and can relate Mm -hmm. to the mentees and understand their struggles, but also Mm -hmm. be a great uh, resource for the mentors on what works to keep Mm -hmm. the program going and inspiring your mentees. So Mm -hmm. she's a huge success. I'm so proud of Gilda. um, And she'll tell you every day, yeah, I, I definitely would not be here if it wasn't mm-hmm. for Kathy paying attention and giving me those, that hope and the concept that there is more to life than what I knew because she just didn't know. Um, and that's what being a mentor does, and that's what we do. Um, like I said, we're, she's a site supervisor because we are a site-based mm-hmm. program. So all of our mentors and mentees meet once a mm-hmm. week for about an mm-hmm. hour, hour and a half at one of our sites, Monday through Thursday evenings. We are mm-hmm. open at different locations. Mm-hmm. So um, you just yes. choose like every Thursday at 7 p.m. or every Tuesday at 4.30, that kind of thing. So you have some structure and some um, routine to your mm-hmm. schedule and also for the mentee schedules. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how we work. Right. And, and you're having been with the program since 1999, which is amazing all by itself. And oh, I know. I, I know that you've <laughs> that's had... a long time, huh? <laughs> but the impact that your program and you have had on the community, the, the kids in it, building their self-esteem, letting them recognize that there are all kinds of possibilities out there for them to work toward and dream about and make happen is an awesome reward all by itself. And I I know, speaking with you, that that is something that is important to you, and that's why you work so hard at what you do. It's not easy what you do, because I... Um, I know you work long hours doing what you do, but you have a passion for it. You know, and I'd like to give you a, an opportunity to involve our listeners in Absolutely. the potential so, of learning of how to become involved and what um, they can do to forward your your work and the great work that you're doing. So mentoring, you know, is not a complicated program. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not complicated, and it really doesn't have a lot of overhead costs and, mm-hmm. um, and challenges. So, you know, it's 
basically one-on-one. But we do have some needs. We're a site-based program, and we're very, very blessed that because we're at churches um, that also want to serve the neighborhoods and see the value of Power for Youth, um, we have all of our sites donated, so I have a huge shout-out to all of our sites for donating this space. So overhead costs are pretty low for Power for Youth, um, in, in terms of we don't have rent and all of that. So we can always use help in so many ways. We need mentors all the time. Anybody can be a mentor. Like I said, you just have to have a, um, a high school diploma because we want to role model staying in school, of course. Um, but we have everything from social workers and retired social workers to college students who have some time and they want to prep and give back to a lot of folks that are in the middle that, have some extra time, want to give back to the community. Some of our mentors came from situations of their own um, of life circumstances and have overcome, and they want to share that expertise. Others have no experience, have never worked with um, teenagers before, but perhaps just have an extra hour, hour and a half. You're at a place in your life where you have stuff and you want to give back, and so give back your time is the best way to go. And you are the best role models then for our kids because they're like, Hmm, how did you get where you are? And you can mm-hmm. share your expertise. So anybody can be a mentor because we have all kinds of kids, so we need all kinds of adults. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wonderful. So um, they can reach you at what email and phone number? So um, the easiest way to get us is um, our phone number is 562-435-2352. Our email is info info at powerforyouth.org and it's with the numeral four so power number four youth.org um, our website is say powerforyouth.org again with the number four um, we also have a Facebook page um, pretty active mm-hmm. on Facebook so you can mm-hmm. check us out through Facebook as well um, mm-hmm. we hold monthly information meetings for mentors mm-hmm. and um, you could donate through our website Mm-hmm. Without a problem, if you want to make a contribution, we always need contributions. Um, but like I said, knowing that a contribution goes directly to our program because mm-hmm. we don't have a lot of overhead costs. It goes to helping paying for those site supervisors. That's one of the strengths of our program is we are a site-based supervised program. Mm-hmm. So mentors and mentees have all the support right there on hand to help them have the most successful experience possible as a mentor and mentee. Right, and as a 501c3 uh, organization, every donation is tax-deductible. Of course, of course, yes, without yes, a doubt. Yes. So, um, right. we definitely, and that's, we live off of, yeah, donations, um, mm-hmm. but, and, mm-hmm. and volunteers. And mm-hmm. then also, if somebody's listening and they have a middle school student, students join in middle school, mm-hmm. um, it's a really great time when mm-hmm. the kids, if you, so if you know a youth that is mm-hmm. struggling mm-hmm. Um, and can use the help of another adult, and what kid can't use the help? What person can't use the help? Another, <laughs> you know, mentor um, in their life, you know? Um, abs- absolutely. Give us a call so, that way, too, and we'll work to get them hooked up. Thank you very much, Val. For me, every show is meaningful because people matter. And when individuals go out of their way to help other people, I think we should take notice and learn. Thank you, Val Parker, for sharing your very important work with us. And I'd love to have you keep me updated. And we'll keep our audience updated, too. Thank you, Thank Julia. you. Thank you so much for sharing. You're everybody. very welcome. My pleasure. My pleasure.
So share this show with your LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter communities. Tune in again next Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific. I'm your host, Nalina Varinas of Your Why. Until next time, be great. Thank you for joining us this week. Listen for another edition of Your Why with Nalina Varinas next week. We're here every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go start the next chapter of your legacy. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 